Good morning, and welcome to Simply Mars. It's Tuesday, February 13th. On today's show, Elon Musk reveals his game plan to send 1 million people to Mars, while NASA pioneers fission energy for the Moon, Mars, and beyond. Plus, stay tuned for more exciting updates on space exploration. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Mars. We start off with a look at Elon Musk's ambitious plans to establish a human settlement on Mars. The billionaire entrepreneur and CEO of SpaceX has once again shared his game plan to relocate one million people to the Red Planet. Here with us to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Mars. Can you tell us more about Musk's plans? Certainly, David. Musk's vision is to create a local, self-sustained ecological system on Mars that could survive without any support from Earth. He believes that civilization will only pass the single-planet Great Filter when Mars can survive even if supply ships from Earth stop coming. He didn't provide a specific timeline for this plan, but it's clear that he's serious about making it happen. And what does Musk mean by the single-planet Great Filter? The Great Filter is a concept from the field of astrobiology. It's a hypothetical barrier that prevents civilizations from colonizing other planets or galaxies. By saying that civilization will only pass the single-planet Great Filter when Mars can survive independently, Musk is suggesting that the survival of human civilization depends on our ability to become a multi-planetary species. Interesting. But Musk has been talking about colonizing Mars for a while now. Has there been any progress towards this goal? Musk has indeed been vocal about his Mars ambitions for over a decade. In 2011, he stated that he would put a man on Mars in the next 10 years. However, in 2022, he revealed that he has pushed back his target date for reaching the Red Planet. He now sees 2029 as the earliest date humans might first step on Mars. His current top priority is getting the Starship, which he describes as the largest rocket ever built. Reliably to orbit, and achieving full and immediate reusability of both stages. And how does Musk's timeline compare to NASA's plans to send astronauts to Mars? If Musk's target date slips much further into the 2030s, it will be very close to when NASA is aiming to send the first astronauts to Mars. It's worth noting that both SpaceX and NASA face significant technical and logistical challenges in their quests to reach Mars. So these timelines are subject to change. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks, James. Speaking of space exploration, NASA is making strides with its Fission Surface Power Project, which aims to develop a nuclear fission reactor for the moon. The focus is on autonomy, safety, and long-term operation, with the ultimate goal of supporting sustained human presence on the moon and potentially Mars. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent for Simply Mars, Bella. Can you tell us more about this project and its current phase. Certainly, David. NASA is wrapping up the initial phase of the Fission Surface Power Project. This phase was all about developing concept designs for a small electricity-generating nuclear fission reactor that could be used on the Moon and potentially Mars. In 2022, NASA awarded three $5 million contracts to commercial partners to develop initial designs for the reactor and its associated systems 
along with estimated costs and a development schedule. Why is demonstrating nuclear power on the moon so important for NASA? A demonstration of a nuclear power source on the moon is crucial to show that it's a safe, clean, and reliable option. The lunar night, which lasts for 14 and a half Earth days, is technically challenging. A nuclear reactor, which operates independently of the sun, could be a game changer for long-term exploration and science efforts on the moon. It could even be placed in permanently shadowed areas where there may be water ice. What were the technical requirements and safety considerations for this reactor? NASA specified that the reactor should weigh under six metric tons and be able to produce 40 kilowatts of electrical power. This is enough for demonstration purposes and additional power for running lunar habitats, rovers, backup grids, or science experiments. The reactor should also be capable of operating for a decade without human intervention. Safety, especially concerning radiation dose and shielding, is another key driver for the design. What's next for the Fission Surface Power Project? NASA plans to extend the three Phase I contracts to gather more information before moving to Phase II, when the final reactor design for the moon demonstration will be solicited. Open solicitation for Phase II is planned for 2025. After Phase II, the target date for delivering a reactor to the launch pad is in the early 2030s. If all goes well, the reactor design may be updated for potential use on Mars. What about the conversion of thermal power produced during nuclear fission to electricity? That's a great point, David. This conversion is crucial. NASA recently awarded contracts to Rolls-Royce North American Technologies, Brayton Energy, and General Electric to develop Brayton power converters. These converters use differences in heat to rotate turbines within the converters, turning thermal power into electricity. However, current Brayton converters waste a lot of heat, so NASA has challenged these companies to make these engines more efficient. That was Simply Mars reporter Bella, shedding light on NASA's pioneering efforts in nuclear fission energy for the Moon and potentially Mars. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Mars. We'll see you back here tomorrow.